Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, May 14th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The escalating trade war with China hands U.S. stocks their biggest one-day drop in months. Uber shares lost more than a tenth of their value in the ride-hailing app's second day of trading. And a California court orders Bayer to pay more than $2 billion in damages in another case related to its weed killer, Roundup. Then, U.S. generic drug makers are facing a lawsuit from 44 U.S. states that alleges the companies conspired to keep drug prices higher than they needed to be. I talk with the FT's pharma and biotech reporter, Hannah Kushler, about what it means for the industry. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. United States equities tumbled more than 2% on Monday as the ongoing trade war with China escalated. Yesterday, Beijing said it would raise tariffs on $60 billion of American goods. It came in response to U.S. President Donald Trump's decision last Friday to increase tariffs on $200 billion in Chinese imports to 25%. Global investors fled to safer assets, including government debt, The S&P 500 fell 2.4 percent. That's the index's worst day since January. The FTSE All World Index slid nearly 2 percent to its lowest level since March. Tech stocks also sank. The tech-heavy Nasdaq was down 3.4 percent. That's its largest one-day drop since December. Investors fear tech supply chains, including chip makers, could be hit by the trade tensions. Asian indices fell across the board on Monday, too. Later in the day, Mr. Trump told reporters no final decision had been made on whether the administration will go ahead with another round of levies, these being part of a plan to hit further $300 billion in Chinese goods with 25% tariffs. We had a deal with China. It was 95% there. And then my representatives, they went to China And they were told the things that were fully agreed to, we're not going to get anymore. That's not acceptable. I said, good, that's fine. Put on the tariffs. The escalated trade tensions with China has created a split within Mr. Trump's own Republican Party. Senator Chuck Grassley called for an agreement to be reached, quote, as soon as possible, end quote, saying American businesses and farmers in his home state of Iowa will be harmed if more tariffs take effect. Monday's market upheaval meant bad news for Uber's second day of trading. The ride-hailing company lost more than a tenth of its value yesterday. By the close of trade, Uber's market capitalization was $62.5 billion. That's significantly lower than the $100 billion-plus it had hoped to reach in the run-up to its IPO. Shares fell nearly 11% to close at $37.10 apiece. Uber's initial public offering price was $45 a share. Uber's poor performance so far casts a shadow on some of the other anticipated big listings of the year. Office space provider WeWork and messaging app Slack are also planning to go public. But despite the market sell-off, Slack said on Monday that it set June 20th as the date for its direct listing on the New York Stock Exchange. And Bayer has been ordered to pay more than $2 billion in damages to a pair of cancer patients. 
On Monday, a California jury ruled in favor of an elderly couple who claimed that their non-Hodgkin's lymphoma was caused by exposure to the weed killer Roundup. Roundup is the glyphosate-based product made by Monsanto. And Monsanto was acquired by Bayer in a $63 billion takeover last year. This is the third case where Bayer has been ordered to pay damages for its weed killers. But the damages in this latest case are far greater than those of the previous two. Bayer said in a statement that it was, quote, disappointed with the jury's decision, end quote, and promised to appeal the verdict. The German pharmaceutical company and chemicals group faces more than 13,000 similar claims in the U.S., The escalating legal woes have taken a toll on Bayer's share price. It's down 40% since the first ruling. And at the company's annual meeting last month, investors backed a no-confidence motion against the management board. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. I'm going to have town meetings in a few days at home, and people will say, Ron, this is ridiculous that we are getting gouged when people around the world are getting a better deal. That was Ron Wyden, a Democratic U.S. senator from Oregon, grilling pharmaceutical executives back in February during a hearing. The goal of the hearing was to determine why U.S. drug prices had gotten so high and what could be done about it. On Monday, a lawsuit from 44 states alleged that some prescription drugs weren't just expensive due to the high cost of research and development. Instead, the lawsuit said that more than 100 generic drug prices had inflated due to backroom dealing between the companies themselves. The FT's pharmaceutical and biotech reporter Hannah Kuschler has more. Yeah, so drugs in the U.S. are often much, much more expensive than they are in Europe and other places in the world. That tends to be because European countries negotiate their drug prices and they have certain drugs that they won't allow on the market. And they have socialized healthcare systems that only pay for certain drugs. In the U.S., there is a, you know, a free-for-all. And recently, it's become a really hot political issue because more and more patients are actually paying more and more out of their own pockets. The majority of cost is covered by insurance, but They often now have high deductible insurance plans, so they have to pay everything until they hit a certain level, or they have high copays, so the percentage that they have to pay is just going up and up. And drug makers have been putting prices up at a rate of about four times inflation, and for some drugs, much, much more than that. What happened yesterday? So yesterday, there was the expansion of an existing lawsuit against generic drug makers. Now, normally we think of generics as actually, you know, much cheaper than branded drugs because they are what happens when a drug goes off patent. But this lawsuit is now against 20 different generic drug makers and it alleges that they conspired in an anti-competitive way to basically fix prices. And it details in quite a lot of detail, actually 500 pages of detail, how executives at these companies, 15 of which are actually named in the suit, which is somewhat unusual, often it's just companies that are named, conspired to you know create what they called like a culture of collusion around anti-competitive practices just and they detail the you know, girls nights out and cocktail parties and dinners and lunches where these kind of things were discussed in order for them to try and keep prices higher they say this affected the price of over a hundred drugs and some of them went up by a thousand percent 
wow, 1,000%. How did investors react to this? Oh, so the shares in these companies dropped, especially um, some of the ones which are most central and the, the biggest generic makers. So Tiva was down in the double figures. Milan was down almost 10%. And then some of the others which were named only have small generics businesses. And so they were off a couple of percent each. And what do the companies say? So the companies are pushing back very strongly. They deny them. They say they're vigorously going to contest the suit. So we'll have to you know, see how it plays out in court. It could also still be quite a while in the investigation because the attorney general who's leading this says it's early stages and uh, you know, he expects to get more information, I guess. What does this mean for consumers and what can we expect next? I think that there is a lot of understandable frustration by patients in the US because of these high drug prices. And that's why it's become such a political issue. You see all the presidential candidates stumping on it. You know, this lawsuit might take a long time, but more broadly, we're hearing, I was in DC last week, and we're just hearing that the pressure is ratcheting up and that more and more of these drug pricing reforms might actually come to fruition in the next couple of months. So it's really watch this space and watch our reporting. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be watching 10 Downing Street. UK Prime Minister Theresa May is expected to convene a crucial cabinet meeting as she tries to keep alive Brexit talks with the opposition Labour Party. There is a growing sense in Downing Street that the Prime Minister is running out of time to deliver Brexit before her party moves on without her. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.